Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Thursday, December 21st. Third Thursday of the month, we are joined by the retired allergist, Dr. Alf Perlwarmer, who's on the other side of our phone line this morning. Ollie, good morning and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Uh, good morning and... Uh... The same to you and the listening audience. Uh, may we have a blessed Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as well. Yes, let's hope that uh, it will be a good, not only Christmas and New Year's season, but uh, let's hope 2024 will be a very healthy year as well. Year for everyone. Right. 616. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that brings up the the big thing with uh, holidays, especially Christmas, New Year, and so on. Uh, there is definitely increased stress uh, during this time of the year, and as my wife Patty says, um, breathe in, breathe out, and if things get a little bit too tense <laughs> at the dinner table or in the living rooms or in the family rooms, take time out, walk the dog if you have a dog, and, and yeah, and reduce the stress that way because uh, we, we definitely see increase in uh, blood pressure problems and uh, heart disease and so on, and also now, situational depression increases, uh, so people have to be aware that uh, things will happen where it does increase blood pressure a little bit. So be just aware of it. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Dr. Earl Herlwarmer, he'll be happy to answer it at 616 616- Three nine five one four five zero. I do need to, uh, uh, shall we say, mention this. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Yeah, please consult with your uh, primary care physician or family doctor before undergoing any uh, medication or medical process that we might bring up over the next uh, 20 some minutes or so let us begin you, Gary yes let us mm -hmm. begin a little bit with what you were talking about with the holidays stress is one thing that uh, is on the rise perhaps this time of year another yes. thing that is mm -hmm. on the rise is shall we say eating and snacking let yeah. me let me let me give you the story and then I'll have you comment on it, Ollie. A new study says Americans eat an extra meal every day just by snacking. Researchers at the Ohio State University, as our boss Stefan would uh, proudly say, studied data from around over twenty thousand individuals and found that we Americans 
consume up to 500 calories daily from snacks alone, which is often more calories than breakfast, but with less nutritional value. A senior author of the study, Ali, says snacks are contributing a meal's worth of intake to our diets without actually being a meal. True. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just as guilty as the next person. (laughs) And especially around the holidays, it's the cookies are irresistible. (laughs) The different uh, baked goods around this time of the year are irresistible. But even during the rest of the year, you are right. We are snacking way too much. And part of that is certainly uh, part of trying to do away with stress in our lives. It really, it's sort of a partial antidote against stress. Instead of uh, stress being relieved more by talking uh, to neighbors or people or more communication person to person, you start realizing we all have common goals, and I, I look for the commonality of us all trying to take care of families, trying to take care of ourselves, um, and uh, depending on um, how, how severe the stress becomes, we may need to seek professional help. And years ago, when you said that about the uh, professional help, uh, I'm, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. So I really don't need that professional help. But... More often than not, um, about 20% of the population, one time or another, will need professional help. And that's a dramatic uh, statistic. And what is lacking in medical care, I still feel, is, is the mental health resources it's much better than it was in the old days because when I went to medical school, I was thinking of going into psychiatry. And uh, yes, I admit it was in the late 1960s and I went to medical school in Chicago and I took an externship at Chicago State Hospital and uh, 15 of my colleagues also took that same externship. Uh, that's what we call it when you're in medical school, an externship rather than an internship because you're not a doctor yet. And we were all somewhat uh, dismayed at what was going on with the old method of treating uh, problems, mental problems, and uh, none of us, of the 16 of us, including myself, 
went into the field of psychiatry. But that radically changed in the 1970s, and thank goodness it did. And nowadays, even uh, it's it's even improving tremendously. The resources are finally available, uh, but there is still the shortage in the medical field of psychiatry, and uh, that is concerning to me. And uh, I, I just hope and pray that we can emphasize more uh, the medical aspects of uh, stress and mental illness and depression uh, and so on more effectively with uh, boosting the number of psychiatrists that we will have in society and also clinical psychologists and also uh, medical social workers. Uh, we all need to be on the same health care team mm-hmm. because uh, stress, is, as you said in your previous uh, 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 chat, uh, I was listening to it on Alexa <clears throat> about uh, the stress, how it affects every organ system in the body including our immune systems. The stress lowers our immune system, and it's, uh, it's uh, been re- reported in the literature more and more, mm-hmm. and it uh, shows up in blood tests how the immune system is lowered by stress. And so we need more help in that field. Indeed. We have to put more effort into uh, helping people with that, with illness like that. And that's what I look upon it as. It's an illness. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically the problem of addiction is a medical illness, and it should be treated as such. It shouldn't be scorned upon. It shouldn't be judged. It should be helped as an illness and treated as an illness. Right. And society has to come to grips with uh, that it is an illness. If you got a question for Dr. Alf Hurlwarmer, he'll be happy to answer it at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Officials say a new COVID-19 variant is on the rise yeah. this holiday <laughs> season. The CDC says cases of the new variant, which has been dubbed JN.1, now account for one in five new infections, and an official estimated that the new variant will become the dominant strain by perhaps New Year's Day. But there's no evidence, Ali. Everyone getting together with families and friends and so on and travel. Look at the amount of traveling that the country is going to be doing. It's amazing. Uh, like your uh, news program said, uh, travel has increased this uh, for this holiday season, um, what, 16% uh, above last year? And, and you see the long lines at the airports, and you see the long line of cars and so on, and yeah, it's um, really going to spread illnesses. 
And guess where uh, where it is cropping up, this new variant? But the good news is there's always a good news, too. The, the vaccine that's available right now for COVID will help somewhat ward off the major complications of this new strain. And as I've always said, this new strain is, is nothing new as far as I'm concerned because this virus, unlike most other viruses, mutates every two days. A letter in the genetic code. Imagine a, a safe lock, you know, combination, changing combination every two days. And, and uh, it's, it's unbelievable. This thing mutates so fast, but the commonality in our vaccines is available right now to ward off some of the bad complications of this new variant. So please, please consider vaccination, especially if you have autoimmune diseases like lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, or cancers like my wife has. Um, we have to boost our immune system with the vaccines. We really do. And the good news is that it will ward off the big complications and hopefully prevent hospitalization because we don't want to repeat we don't want to repeat uh, the last two or three years. Uh, that was uh, chaotic, and uh, we need to boost our own immune system. And, yes, nutrition has a great role to play, and I'm so glad you're having a nutritionist uh, on your program, <laughs> and I will be listening in also, <laughs> uh, because nutrition was really underemphasized in medical school when I went through medical school. I mean, we talked about the proteins and we talked about the carbohydrates and the fats and so on. And, you know, well, that's nice, but okay, why do we, if we eat too much protein, why will that hurt our kidneys? We didn't talk about that. Uh, or if we ate too much fat. What would that do? And we really didn't talk much about that either. And and it's sad. Nutrition was sort of on the back shelf in medical school when I went through. And and you learned it uh, on the on the run uh, when you uh, gra after graduation. You know when you were in training for internship and residency, you started learning much more about nutrition, mm -hmm. <laughs> what bad nutrition can do for you, including the snacking we talked about, um, and so on. It, it's, it's really a fascinating field, and it's under, it was underemphasized, but it's finally coming in its own. Its own. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the TV doctors uh, that is a... Uh, she has a degree in nutrition, is uh, 
Jennifer uh, Ashton, uh, Dr. Jennifer Ashton, and uh, she introduces the listening audience or viewing audience to nutrition all the time. She talks about nutrition, and it's so important. It really is. Only let me ask you a, a simple question. Do you know how much blood you've given over the years? Donations? Donation-wise, I've given three times so far. But because I'm on medications uh, for uh, things, uh, diabetes especially and so on, um, that are sometimes not good for recipients uh, of my blood type, you know. And uh, I also have um, uh, problems with uh, the, the pancreas, for example, and that uh, necessitates medications uh, to take, and those are not good in the blood for other people. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a, uh, uh, I, I'd love to give more, but um, uh, I've been told okay. they're on the, on the medications that we may not uh, have for other people. Right. So okay. That's, that's that's my story. Yeah. The reason why I mentioned this is I got a story on our wire service today about a yes. gentleman in the San Diego area called Bob Fisher. Bob has been donating blood in the San Diego area since 1976. And he has donated various blood products over 930 times. He has just donated his 200th gallon of blood at age 86. My goodness. <laughs> Remarkable. What a gift. He donates gift. triple platelets every two weeks. Donates yes. for medical yes. research conducted through the San Diego Blood Bank. He retired from three jobs with the military, both as an enlisted man and a civilian. And he had filed taxes for people for 20 years, taught AARP safe driving lessons for another 10 years. Yeah. He has in given the, a lot. In the Navy, I did donate uh, blood uh, when I was uh, active duty and reserves. Uh, and that was great. That was great, you know. And the reason why I'd like to bring this story up, and I brought it up with you, Doc, is the fact that uh, uh, this is the time of year our friends over at not only the American Red Cross, but also Adversity Blood Centers of Michigan say that the need becomes a little bit more acute. There aren't aren't as many blood drives in between the holidays, and the man goes up because people get hoit. That's right. That's right. And... uh... Blood is life-saving, and that's how we should look upon blood and blood products as such. And it's even more important because, especially nowadays, uh, with the new medications for the cancers, okay, require, in some cases, so much more blood and blood products before you can use some of those medications because they all knock down your own blood uh, supply or your blood properties, okay? So you have to fortify the patient's blood 
by giving blood transfusions or blood product transfusions. And then you can go ahead with the new immune vaccines for for different cancers. And that's, uh, that's the bright horizon for cancer therapy. And even modifying the genetic code of the... Um, uh, for for cancer, there are so many new uh, uh, markers for different types of cancers that are controlled by genes. Okay, and they're really hot and heavy into taking out that defective gene and replacing it with an inert gene, and and it's all coming. It's all coming. Whether we agree with it or not, as far as uh, other, you know, opinions, it will help, I think, eventually cure cancer. Mm. That's... that's the good news. <laughs> and, and that's what I look forward to. I look forward to yeah. And living in America, we are blessed. That's mm. all I can say. Mm. I was eight years old when we came over. Mm-hmm. On May 11, 1953, 70 years ago, we went past that statue. I heard the Star Spangled Banner being played, and I'll never forget it. It was like yesterday. And what this country has given me and my family and my friends is indescribable, especially around this time of the year. I'm so thankful. On that note, Ollie, I'm going to button up our conversation for today. Appreciate it as always. I wish you, again, you and your family a blessed Christmas and a good holiday season. The listening audience, a blessed, mm -hmm. blessed Christmas. We know where the power lies. You You got that right. You got that right. And if all goes well, we'll do this again in January and throughout 2024. I look forward to it. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Alf Herwemer on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. CBS News straight ahead, followed by WHTC News. Uh, we will have one more Stan Freeberg Christmas tune for you ahead of Brian Spencer's What's New Around Holland. And then we'll be joined at the bottom of the hour by Holland Mayor Nathan Box here on 99.7, 1450 WHTC. Just want to remind you, we have high school ba- boys basketball tonight. Only the boys game between Zeeland West and Holland Christian from the Herring of Holland Civic Center place. Greg Chandler's call begins around 6.40 p.m. right here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. WHTC.